up, y'all? It's Chris. Welcome to Deprogram and Reprogram 101. This episode, we're going to look at the word cooperation. And uh, lately, I've been doing a lot of thinking about the words around the English language and the deeper meaning behind a lot of things going on around our society and the way we just so freely go about things without trying to understand the deeper context and meanings of a lot of the things we just so willingly participate in. And one of these things is the English language. Now, it's like, you know, our understanding this is what we use for communication and it's our way to, you know, get across barriers on the global scale because, of course, they made everybody around the globe learn English as, like, you know, the standard language or whatever the case is. I don't know if that's coming out of the United Kingdom or America or whatever cases, but, you know, everybody speaks English as the majority of global communication. But the words in the definitions behind the words are really amazing when you like put them into a shed more light on them, should I say. So this word cooperation, the meaning of the word cooperation is the process of working together to the same end. That's the noun. And Synonymous version is the formation and operation of cooperatives. Another version, I guess, okay, you could use it in a noun form. I don't know what this, I don't know how these things break down, but you know how the English language is. You got nouns, verbs, and all that. I'm not an expert in English or whatever, so excuse me. But assistance, especially by ready compliance with request. Now, when I looked at these definitions, I was kind of taken aback because I apply that to the way we live our lives. And I play and I apply that to the way we live our lives in the system. And then thinking about that deeper, I realized that we are cooperating with the actors behind our government or the actors within our government or whoever, but we're cooperating with them to meet our own destruction. And this is something that we need to take a deeper look at. Everything that, you know, we've been told to do and we've been asked to do more or less is something that has been set up by a certain group of people who not necessarily have our better interests at heart. And we must always be ready and willing to seek to understand that. We might, you know, be taught with the narrative that we have to write something off because it's not along the American logic. And that's something that's very mainstream, which says that if anybody comes to talk to you about crucial topics in a way that is not 
you know, agreeing with the mainstream American narrative, then you shouldn't listen to that person. You should think that person's a conspiracy theorist. You shouldn't trust that person's opinions. You shouldn't trust that person when it comes to political speak. But if you look at history, all the people who we look up to when it comes to like politics and stuff like that, Martin Luther King, uh, Malcolm X, and these people who were like, leaders of the people, they were going against what this stuff was coming out of mainstream media. They were going against the narrative that was coming out of the government. They were telling the people to pay attention. They were telling the people not to cooperate. Okay, you got to understand this. Cooperation means that you're okay with the end goal of the operation. You see, they apply things to the English language in a way that we overlook it because we're so focused on our daily life and we're so focused on our daily happenings that we just don't look at the things that are right in front of our faces. Now, this is something that's major. We are, as a people in America, working every day, nine to five, continuously paying taxes to this system and allowing the system to tax us in every other way and make us pay for loans and make us pay interest on things that don't even exist. But we are cooperating with them. Like we are willingly cooperating with them and we really don't even understand it. You know, we don't understand because we don't understand their operation. You know, and that's something that we have to really take a deeper look at individually. We all have to look at our own lifestyles and we have to all have to look at, you know, how we would like to progress, how we have to go through different loops within the system to progress. And, you know, what, who's benefiting the most from our progression? And we can't ignore the fact that the government has their hand in a lot of things. And we can't ignore that the government are just trying to take away our rights when it comes to a lot of things. Because when we willingly cooperate with them in terms of their operation, we give away our rights. You know what I mean? We give away our ability to fight for our rights. And that is something that we have to really take to heart because the, many people died fighting for our rights. Many people died fighting so that where we could even have this chance to speak and search and seek out the information that is out there for us to have the ability to inform ourselves about our need to not cooperate with this system and this operation that they have running in America. But, you know, it's a hard thing to do because, you know, we've all been convicted to believe different things. And we've been <clears throat> programmed, more or less, to live in different ways. You know, according to how we grew up and lived around and with our families and neighborhoods and environments, we've all been convinced to live a certain lifestyles. You know, family, wife, kids, or maybe not, maybe, you know 
you're just bachelor single, bachelorette, or whatever the case is, you know, single lifestyles just work, and do you, you know, it's all lifestyles forming back to the same operation, you know what I mean, because each of us may be living our own individual lifestyles in the manner which we think is comfortable and loving and not loving more or less, but we love what we do and we're comfortable and, you know, we're not realizing that underneath all that, we're still cooperating with the system by ignoring the operation that they have set up to where they have us oppressed all across the board. You know what I mean? Because we're debt slaves to a debt that doesn't even exist. But we wouldn't even know because we're just continuously feeding into it. We're continuously participating into it. What do you think you do when you use a credit card? You know what I mean? That's another, oh my God, that's another key term that you have to really look into. Credit cards. Like, they have people really knee deep in this stuff. And we have to really start taking a better look at what's going on and we have to take the time that we need to, you know, inform ourselves and get the information that we need that will allow us to take the right steps to remove ourselves from these operations that we are so ignorantly cooperating with. You know, so I love y'all, you know what I mean? trying to get little messages out here whenever I can get y'all to understand that we got to work together one first and foremost we got to inform each other we got to just you know stay vigilant about the truth and information that's out there that can help us rise above these times and rise above the division amongst these times and also the misinformation because the way they get us to cooperate is to misguide us you know what I mean? They misguide us and make us think that there's only one operation. But the great thing is we have great minds and we can think to create new operations daily. You know what I mean? We have the minds to think and innovate daily. And we have the ability as these beautiful things we exist as to adapt whenever need be. You know what I mean? We have so many people that there's no way that we shouldn't think that we can adapt if this system was to be shut down and crumbled. You know, if we were able to shut the system down ourselves, we would have the strength and power to realize that we're going to stick together to the point of, you know, forming something that is better and for the children to actually have faith in. You know what I mean? Because there's no way that we should have the system set up to where Anybody in the world, I mean, anybody, yeah, in the world, really, because they kind of control the world, but anybody in this country should feel like they're suffering, you know, because there's an abundance of resources, there's an abundance of things already going around that haven't, that have already been produced for everybody to be good. There's enough housing for everybody, there's enough clothes, food. All that transportation for everything. There's just enough everything for everybody in this country already. But we've been so dumbed down to the point that we don't even have the knowledge to really understand that. 
you know, the political mainstream media has told us that, oh, we have to believe in the government and trust their word and trust their numbers as well. But their numbers are distorted to make us think that the money is not there. The numbers are distorted to make us think that, you know, we can't, they can't write the policies to get these things that we want immediately. You know what I mean? That's just distorted belief. But that's what we get for participating and cooperating in this fraudulent operation. You know, we have to give it back and we have to give our freedom back. And it starts with our freedom to think clearly and our freedom to inform ourselves the right way. So with that, go out there, try to deprogram from the bullshit, reprogram with the core information that history has provided us that is not distorted with a truth that man wanted to create so that way he can get his narrative and he could have millions and millions of people cooperating in a fraudulent operation as such that is running in American society. So I love you all. Thank you all for joining. Remember, fight back Delhi. Love one another Delhi. Jump out your comfort zones, Delhi. And in truth, we will prosper. Have a What's up? What's up, everybody? You already know what it is. It's a wise guy. See how smooth here. And this is none other than Deprogram the Reprogram 101. Today's edition, we're going to be talking about the topic parents just don't understand. And this is kind of a controversial topic because a lot of parents exclusively want their, um, you know, style or way of doing things kept in-house. You know what I mean? And they don't want, I guess you could say, the general public overstepping their boundaries of how things take place in their space and the comfort of their own home or environment or whatever the case you have. <clears throat> but what many people fail to realize is that the westernized way of parenting has overtaken, I guess we could say, you know, our naturally our natural inclination to do things I guess, differently than how we're actually doing things currently right now. Or this is not, per se, on an individual situation basis, because I'm speaking generally, like, as far as just the nation goes in America. Because all around the world, you see different styles and different ways of doing things or whatever the case is. But in the West, we know strategically of a main version, and that's the mother and father with children. And such and so forth or whatever but one thing that has gone amiss is the educational aspect of parenting we don't really see in schools and universities and such where the true nurturing essence of parenting is taught to children you know at a young age at a at a growing age, as when they're evolving and thought in the way they see life and society as a whole, we're allowing a 
massive information to go um, from being spread. And this is not just in any one particular community because this is, can be seen throughout America in all states and localities or whatever the case you have. But, or even within different financial means. You know what I mean? Because this takes place in all parental home environments. The natural individual aspect of the being is initially removed in that home environment. And I say this because, one, when parents have one child, the first kid is like, okay, get your feet wet, you're, you're learning the things you didn't know, and you're trying to put everything someone else told you about parenting together with the way you may want to do things, or you're your own personal personality, you know? And everything comes together rapidly, and all these things happen day by day because you're consumed with the provisionary aspect or providing for the child, I guess you could say, and that takes much of the time as opposed to the psychological aspect of how the child is thinking and seeing and understanding the environment around them. We don't get the education in elementary or secondary schooling, or elementary schooling, secondary schooling as well, where children or young people are taught some of the basic nurturing traits of parents and how throughout history some things have maintained to this day because it's just a part of who we are you know and some of these things I guess you could say it's like the the, the, the natural love that you have for you know your child and um, the connection and the feeling that you have to them that sadly in this state of society sees the parent become possessive over the child. You know, and it's it's something that presents a conflict of interest, if you must. This conflict of interest has to do with the individual being that is the child and their own destiny and that which the parent feels and believes it's the best destiny for them. <clears throat> and this is naturally a conflict of interest because we are all predestined and built and designed with some particular purpose as it has to do with natural life and even the midst of the artificial systematic way we live. But a lot of individuals, a lot of children are missing out on that purpose or understanding what that purpose is because of their the, the inability of the parents to understand the, the, the entirety of the process of, I guess you could say, guiding these young beings in today's society. Now... For lack of a better term, um, I use the word sellout, you know, because in essence, the parents are actually selling their children out to the, to the 
systematic way of seeing, believing, and understanding in the embodiment of the being is succumbed by this information because of the fact that we are moved, I guess you could say, at a young age, not by that connection to our parents as much as it is the connection to our provider, you know? So we're we as parents are connected to this possessive nature and thinking that, okay, the child is mine, it's mine, it's my baby, it's my son, it's me, you know, it's our kid and this and that, that we 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 never take the time to think with the clarity to see that, wait a minute, maybe the child is is much more than just mine and, and it's, it's just it's just cause it it's understandable that when something is of you, you think it is you and this and that. I guess you could say that, but when we are birthed into this world, we become of the world now too. You know, we are of the mother and we are maybe of the father in the way that, you know, is creation and comes to forming who we are. But now when we're birthed from the mother, you know, the mother carries you into the world and you're birthed of her and everything and that connection will always be there to the womb. But now you are of the world. And what doesn't happen in today's society is education that allows the child to be raised with that understanding that they are of the world and that they are not just to be placed within the borders of the dominating way of parenting parenting and um I guess you could say two nineteen two nineteen twenty nineteen but for many decades many decades that have already passed you know because the the parenting style as though it has modernized with the different in the shape the changing of the cultures the the culture and how it's evolved a little bit with the technology and whatever the case you have. Parenting styles have changed, but traditionally they have maintained the same uh, 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 mother, father, or mother, father owns possessiveness in towards where you think about the baby or the child or whatever the case you have, and <clears throat> we haven't been able to have the educated conversations to where we can elaborate more on our need to. act in this manner but my true true concern is that many many children even within the structure of uh, the schooling structure you know what I mean but the home structure many many children are not getting the individual situational attention that they deserve and the reason I say this is because the, the parenting style of parent the, the the parental style that parents or the the, the the gardens take out today is that these are all my babies and I'm gonna raise them all the same and I'm gonna show them the same love and provide and take care of them the best I know how and the parental style that works works for everyone. You know what I mean? You use the same parental style for every last one of them. So if you're whipping this one, you might be whipping that one. But this one might be better than that one so they don't get whipped as much. But you still have the same authoritative attitude towards all of them. And maybe this one's not... Even if this one 
sensitive and that was not sensitive, I still express the same levels of feeling towards all of them and this and that because I don't want to have favoritism or show differences. You know, parents get into their minds where they don't want to be um, selective in how they do things. But I think and I believe that this is ultimately um, destructive. And I say this because every individual child, okay, every individual being that exists deserves its own individual assessment. And what I mean by that is we have to, at a young age, understand what these kids are wired like naturally. And we cannot do this because of so much of the onslaught, I guess you could say, of westernized uh, cultures, entertainment aspect and, and innocence aspect and how we are taught to view our kids and like, oh, I got to keep my kid and I can't let my kids do this and that, but he could watch cartoons all day and they could get programmed by the movies and all these other things that have feelings of like this and feelings like that and all this and that's fine, but I don't want them to know these uh, real life situations that are going on and understand the real life when the real world is it's kind of ugly so I want them to think it's fairy tale nice and we're actually kind of hiding them or not providing them with the, uh, an abundance of information that they need to process what's going on in this life because at a young age they still will have the ability to evolve their understanding of these facts, but these truths of society and civilization in the way it is as they get older and learn more and more. But when it comes to the individual aspect or the individual, <clears throat> the need to individually understand how our children operate is because the progress of the people is not in what we can do together but what we can seek to achieve as an individual but also how that connects to the collective whole you know because as individuals we all are driven by something different now when it comes to the artificial way we live in Western society and the, the, the natural way that people have lived in for, for, for millennia throughout the history, <clears throat> there's another conflict of interest. One is set in teaching the young people to be competitive in a capitalistic manner, and the other is teaching the young people to be cooperative in a community manner. And the conflict of interest is obvious there. But people never have the ability to organize or, or organize events or things that will, you know, confront this situation. So we just continue to go along with the same narratives of old that says that I guess you know government will fix everything. And, you know, you just keep doing what you're doing in your own individual home and worry about that and just make sure you're doing the right thing within the government's rules and everything will be all right for your children and this and that. But it's actually so much more than 
that when it comes to raising children. You know, because we have to prepare them mentally, psychologically for for the mental disturbance that they're going to run into when it comes to the systematic operations. But individually, these children don't have the adults or, you know, figures around them that are sincerely seeking to guide them down the path to find their true identity of who they are. Because the adults made up their identity of who they are already. Oh, you're this little kid. Oh, you're that little kid. Oh, you're this, you're that. Oh, my little baby. You're this, you're that. You're my little baby. No. All these different things that the adults have allowed to just run their narrative. And what it does is it infests the children with this virus. That gets in the way of their natural wire. And their natural programming. And we just continue to allow it to go along. But the battle comes because many, many parents and adults don't have the time that is needed to think about these issues with clarity. Working this job. Dealing with this stuff. Trying to keep up with the schools that and expectations of this and expectations of that and the the, the different things that they got to get the children involved in and this and that and the husband and the the just, just the the struggle of balancing the time and everything to work out for everybody it's it's complicated because we've chosen to do it a certain way and the way we've chosen to do these things present complications in the future. Unless you know you're of the privileged type to where you know you just can do anything you want and the comforts of life can just cover up and hide all those complications. You know, you can put the makeup on the blemishes. But this is not how the collective body of people operates. Our children are suffering mentally from our lack of educating them sincerely on the truths of this society. And maybe we need to find a way to change the entertainment industry to maybe do a little bit more of, I don't want to say PG-13 style um, informing to where it's not necessarily violent or just outright, you know, obscene images, but it's it, it's visually appealing enough to the senses in the natural ability to feel the, the pain of another. You know, I don't know what it is, but I don't know what it is when it comes to that aspect of like how our children can feel deeper. You know, because they don't feel deep. It's like the, the 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 many adults in this American society don't have that deep feeling when it comes to other people. They're not convicted to feel deeply when it comes to all people. It's only particular people. It's selective. And this is a crucial flaw 
in, in, in this stage of society. Because we should have that crucial, those, those, those excruciating, painful feelings for all people across the world. And thus our children would too. But our children will come to find that their individual purpose may align with something different than what's been prescribed by the American ruling class. All in all, we have to, you know, talk about this more. But we also have to do some informational research to find out the true psychological implications it has when we continue to raise our kids with the traditional standard of American society and give place the traditional expectations on them and then, you know, give them the traditional beliefs that we were raised with as outright fact or this is it and there's no touching that and you 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 have no right to believe anything different or whatever the case you have. And different people are different extreme. But give them the ability to entertain all beliefs that may be out there. But we have to do more communication about this from a place that is not set on being offended. You know, because we have a lot of critique on each other about different styles of parenting and who's wrong about what and who's right about this. And it's all just talk. As I'm doing now, you know. But we have to talk about it together. So, you know, this is another addition deprogram or reprogram. I just talked about it a little bit alone. Some soon somebody well, I'll have some guests joining me, you know. So we'll entertain the people with a couple of good folks out there that are, are knowledgeable about a bunch of many different things because we have so much to discuss outside of the walls of mainstream diet, you know, outside of the mainstream dietaria, the cafeteria diet, you know, the cafeteria full of mainstream food and it's got the buffet. They feeding you everything Fox News, CNN, all these different feeding you this, feeding you that. But we need a bunch of people that are willing to challenge the mainstream narratives and willing to be assertive enough to seek out the the the, the details of the issues and the matters that we are concerned about. Not just for our sake, but for the sake of our young people. Because they need to be guided down a new path. And that path is Allowing them to see the individuality of self within the structure of family, within the structure of school, within all structures in society. And establishing a way that we can embrace it as a whole together. Deprogram or reprogram, I'm out, y'all.